1: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
0: All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this
2: This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio.
3: It's time for the Almost Famous Podcast, where we get to hear, well, from past Bachelor contestants and Bachelor contestants, but also our wonderful Ashley I. Ashley, what's going on?
0: Oh, hi, Ben. Uh, I don't know. Not much for me right now. <laughs> Uh, just waiting for this kid to come out, but also very terrified. Not looking forward to it.
3: Have you, <laughs> have like, you been getting? Nervous? I want my body
0: back, but uh, I also don't want to go through mm-hmm. what's about to happen to me. I mean, talk about terrifying. Okay, yeah, right?
3: But so many people have done it. You're a strong human. You can, you're I'm gonna not do really great. The
0: strongest human. No, I'm you, like, you really are not.
3: You're a strong human. But no. have you? Are you starting to get nervous? <laughs> Yes, I'm very nervous. I'm not starting
0: to get nervous. Like, I have been nervous. A couple of months, like a month ago, I was just nervous about like parenthood and adjustment. And now I'm just straight up nervous about labor. (laughs) And I'm not worried about parenthood at all.
3: (laughs) You're going to be a great mom. You're going to do great. I I have full confidence. Um,
0: You're becoming a parent today, too.
3: I'm actually missing. So I don't know if anybody out there has ever had this happen. But last night, I flew in from that golf tournament in Orlando. And. Uh, I had a ton of stuff to do in the afternoon because I've been gone for four days and Uh I got home and my cell phone reception was completely out and my Wi-Fi was out like nothing was working. And so I just had to like no call, no show every meeting I had until I found data about 20 miles from my house and I could text and email people. And that's what I did for an hour and a half last night. So. Um, we rescheduled the podcast for this time today. So we get out, which there is cause... why
0: you guys heard, um, from Peter and Dustin yesterday. Yep. I did that solo.
3: Yeah. And, uh, and now I'm missing picking up Waylon because we're doing the podcast now. So it like, isn't exactly the most fun oh thing God. ever. So Jess went down to pick him up. He'll come up and hang out with us here this afternoon. I'm nervous about that. I, I had a dream last night that doesn't like me and, uh, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. You well, met him before though. Yeah. I know. I don't know if he liked me. I, I didn't, I didn't exactly ask him. I got nervous, but he is on he, he, his way. He, Jessica has ordered like so much puppy stuff. Our house is covered in puppy things right now. It is absolutely wild. What a puppy needs or what she thinks the puppy will want as an eight week old, but she is, <laughs> he has a tempur bed. I mean, the bed is more comfy than the bed I sleep Ooh, on.
0: Nice. Ben.
3: Yeah.
0: Listen, a little tip from somebody who does know how to puppy parent,
3: yeah,
0: um, you will be overwhelmed and maybe even annoyed and kind of like maybe regretful or at least like questioning your decision for a little bit, yeah, um, maybe like three to six months,
3: oh crap,
0: because like they're when they're peeing everywhere, like Lois would pee on our bed, like oh. that was what was annoying. Because then you'd have to change the sheets all the time and like, you just don't know how to break the habit. Are you guys going to be strict? Like, do you feel like you're going to like properly train? We didn't properly train.
3: Yeah, we have a plan. So I'm actually leaving um, for this podcast, going up to San Francisco for a few days um, for the AT&T. We're going to do a podcast in there. Um, I'm going to be gone for about a week and a half now. Jessica will be here with the puppy and, She's gonna start working with him. She's very excited about this. And, and we plan okay. this ahead of time. And then in March, we're actually going to Israel. And so we're going to send him to puppy school for the two weeks we're in Israel. Um, we've been advised oh, by that. Oh, okay. And so we'll get him trained in. Like he's just gonna have like the intensive two week training um with somebody that we trust and know. So we're hoping that helps. We also have a bell tied to all of our doors now that I did not understand. And I guess. She hopes he hits the bell when he needs to go to the bathroom. Do you have a fence in backyard? Uh no, we have an electric fence. Um that oh. doesn't work. So we're just gonna like act like it works and <laughs> I don't know. It's a wild. Are you day. sure
0: that's a good idea? Do you guys have coyotes around there?
3: Uh we do. He's gonna be a big dog. I'm not ever gonna let him go out alone. There's bear okay. and, and mountain lion. I'll always be out with him. I'll walk him a lot. We'll make sure this dog is as safe as safe can be. Well, Hey, Ashley, wait, wait, wait,
0: lastly, where'd you get what? the name Waylon from
3: Waylon Jennings? I love Waylon Jennings. I want to name her kid Waylon. She said, you can name wait. the dog Waylon. I said, OK,
0: that's just like, you know, that Blake Sheldon song. You name the kids and I'll name the dogs.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of what's going on. So it's kind of
0: what's going on with us, too.
3: Yeah. Oh, wait, uh, I
0: don't I don't know who Waylon Jennings is.
3: Ashley, we have a huge <laughs> podcast in front of us breaking down this week's episode of um clayton season of the bachelor i'm interested to hear your thoughts and how you uh made it through this episode i felt like it was a lot of back and forth i felt like um i've enjoyed every episode i guess there's only been two and this is the first one that felt slow to me a little slow but we'll hear your thoughts when we come back after the break
4: what
0: keeps baby skin healthy For Trusted Protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand.
3: Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean,
0: you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben?
3: Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all.
2: Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Funny that you said how you made it through this episode, because guess what?
3: (laughs) What? I didn't. You didn't make it through. What do you mean? (laughs)
0: Fell asleep the last 10 minutes. Uh,
3: is that because in, of the episode or just because of life right now?
0: I think it's both. I okay. think it was both. Um, I mean, I wasn't totally asleep, but it was that kind of a sleep where you're like, okay, I'm just going to watch this with my eyes closed. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're like, try to listen, but then you're in and out. Do you feel like you missed it was anything? An, it was slow.
3: Yeah, it was slow. It was, but it doesn't take away from us breaking it down. Uh, We did start this episode with uh, kind of the cliffhanger drama of episode two, which feels like it was a month ago, but it was really only two weeks ago. Um, We have um, the Cassidy and Shanae thing going on. Um, We have women now starting to speak out and tell Clayton about the drama going on in the house. Ashley, kick us off. Start us off. We begin this episode with the cocktail party.
0: Yeah, so we leave off, of course, not knowing whether Cassidy is going to get her roast taken away. They have two conversations, both which Cassidy was like, I'm not going, I am not invested in this thing at home. Yeah, she denies seeing someone at home, says she hasn't had a relationship since 2019. And um, she hasn't talked to a guy in a long time. But then she also kind of admits that there's like a, a friend that she has at home, Um, that she's slept with a few times over the past few months, but that she's already falling into something with Clayton. Um, again, I really do truly believe her in what, when she says that it's just like a friends with benefits situation. It was like maybe a situation at home that she was like sort of hopeful about, but like it wasn't going in her direction. You know that we debated this with Connor two weeks ago and I still kind of feel like there's a lot of people in that position when they go on the show like you know there's always like somebody in everybody's head right I mean when you're in your 20s and you're single I feel like there's always someone you're like wondering if it might work out with uh the only thing that was interesting was that Sierra did say something like um there's a guy back... Because she was the tattle tattletale in the situation. The one who told Clayton about Cassidy having a guy at home. And she said something along the lines of... "Um, There's a guy at home, like, waiting for her. Or, like, that she... That she really likes. That she's hoping it's going to work out with. Or, like, going on the show is going to, like, make him jealous type situation. And... I can also believe that.
3: (laughs) That's a different situation. I mean, I think if we look at this thing, let's be honest, you're in your twenties, you're single, you're dating. Yeah. You're not going to stop dating because you're going on this show. If you meet somebody and you're super into them, while also at the same time, you believe you're still going to go on the bachelor. I think the right thing to do would just say, Hey, I'm not going to go on this bachelor show because I've met somebody I'm into and interested in. That's happened many times before also, but.
0: Yeah, but that's like when the other person is down to commit.
3: If you're dating and you're not into this person and they're just a friends with benefits or whatever you want to call it, if you're just casually hanging out with them and you're like, this isn't my husband or this isn't my wife, this isn't my partner. Right. Then I'd say a lot of people in that situation, yeah, it is completely fair for you just to still go on the show, even if you went on a date two weeks before you went on the show because you have no clue where this show is going to speak out. Now, the difference Here is she meets Clayton. If she's really into him now, she's cutting this guy off in her mind and she's moving forward. Go for it. Um, I think also though, that that different thing going on the other side, different scenario is if in her head, she's like, I'm just going to go back home to this guy. I'm going to be here as long as I possibly can. I don't think Clayton and I are going to get married. And so this guy's going to be at home waiting for me and he's going to be really jealous Because now I'm going to have all this attention from going on the show. I think that would be a problem, which Mm -hmm. I think probably Clayton is trying to figure out if she sees this as a game. Yeah. Yeah. Or if she actually sees this as something she's really into, because it's hard to tell right now.
0: Very well put. And I think he just didn't want to risk it. And he sent her home.
3: Yeah. Well, and
0: it wasn't like super dramatic. It wasn't. She, She handled it relatively well.
3: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't super dramatic. I think her uh, Instagram stories are yeah, obviously her a lot more dramatic. Instagram was the most dramatic part of it all. Yeah, a lot more dramatic. We talked about those last week where she kind of came out and called out Clayton, you know, called out some of the other ladies. And uh, that seems more dramatic than what happened on the show. But Cassidy's gone. Rose was pulled. So it leads us now into the Rose ceremony. Ashley, any shockers here for you? Anything right now that some women that – I mean – Here's the problem with this season, with taking the week off. I felt like I was just starting to get to know a little bit of them. And then I take, uh, you know, two weeks off of the show. And I forget all their names and I forget a lot of the connections. But some of the most of the favorites, the ones that like have stood out to me are still there.
0: Yeah. Kate, Tessa and NC go home. Yeah, I can't. I can't at all come up with their faces in my head. Of course, they wait till the very end for Shanae and for Elizabeth to yeah. get their roses yeah. and they're the the villains not the villains they're the enemies right now um but they both they both get roses and Shane or Shane Shanae Shanae. is like I'm here to win. There are parts of Shanae uh during this episode that I kind of vibed with. I was like I get you. Yeah. <laughs> but she is quite villainous. She's actually She's uh, got a mean streak we haven't seen
3: in a while, I feel like. I, I mean, I don't <laughs> want to say I was right. But when the season started, I said, I think this this person week one, I said, she's got a little bit more to uncover uh, than we've seen yet. And I believe it's mm-hmm. still yet to be fully seen. And we're going to see it uh, more as the season goes on. We saw a little bit of it this episode. But um, after the rose ceremony, the the episode, this new episode really kicks off with a group date and. Um, a lot of the ladies are at this point are confused. They think the drama is getting in the way. Uh, I don't know if they've never seen this show before, but the first couple of weeks are usually full of drama. And it usually is getting in the way. And you just got to rise <laughs> above it, but they're tired at this point. Uh, they, they, you know, they're a little exhausted, a little traumatized, I think was the word uh, <laughs> that would say uh, that they would say. So here's a group date. Susie reads it. Serena, Susie, Eliza, Mara, Marlena, Hunter, Genevieve, and Jill are going on this date. Group date card says, I see you love Clayton.
0: Yes. Uh, So this is one of those group dates that they're seemingly incorporating into every season now where it's kind of like a therapy group session. Yeah. This one is led by Caitlin Bristow. Mm -hmm. And basically she starts out by saying like, stand up if you if there's part of yourself that you're not proud of and then, or that you would like to change or something along those lines and everybody stands up and the, the kind of the common thread, the the common theme in all these stories is how people changed in relationships for other people Mm. or they behaved in their past relationships in ways that they didn't, that they weren't proud of. And it's just one of those, like, really getting to know you things. And it's very emotional. And at the end, Clayton reveals that he um, has a lot of insecurities with his body.
3: Which is, you know, after talking to Ben Smith a a few weeks ago, it seems like a common theme for both the men and women. Um, These are great dates. Uh, And we've said it before when Nick hosted this one. With um, I believe was it Katie's season, uh, he hosted mm-hmm. this date. And mm-hmm. uh they're incredible dates because I do think they feel like an actual date. You're getting to know somebody, you're getting to hear from somebody, you're also allowing the space to help somebody maybe heal a little bit or to get some frustrations out there in a safe environment, right? You know, we hear um some women talk about uh their insecurities. We also hear uh obviously some of the topics that we know the show needed to be talking about talking about um, racism, what it's like to be somebody of color, um, what it's like to have past relationships that are unhealthy. These are all topics that really um, for a viewer and I hope for the contestants, I would just try to put myself in their shoes. I, I would think these are really good dates to be on. Now, Uh, it's kind of weird this episode because we go from this date to have a Baywatch date. So I think one group really, (laughs) you know, the, 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 um, the weight shifted to a a complete opposite thing, but Caitlin did a great job hosting this. It was good to see her on our televisions. Um, we've gotten to see a lot of her on our televisions. Um, but I enjoy these dates. I will say that I, I am not against, instead of, uh, you know the wedding dress date and the wedding photo date. Like this, maybe replaces it and is the constant date that happens every season. I'm all for it.
0: All for it gets us to know them more, and it gets, of course, all of them to get e- to get to know each other more. Uh, the group time, the group time portion, yeah. the you know the cocktail portion of the date. The the standout moments I feel like are with Serene, who. Talks about how she just feels so comfortable with him right off the bat. Um, And he says pretty much the same thing about her. She talks about how um, her family is not emotional. So, like, dates like this are kind of like a shock to the system. Yeah. Um, But... He says that they he feels like they have a strong connection. Then there's Susie, who I still feel, especially after watching this scene, he's so much more into her yeah. than she's into him. I agree. I the more the more I watch their interaction, like I feel like she's gonna keep getting rose after rose, all the validation, and then she's gonna be that girl, like top four, who runs away. And he's gonna be devastated because I think his plan
3: is to pick her. I have a theory after this date, especially Uh it's not far off yours. She won't be the only one that runs away this season. I have a feeling his last six. It's going to be hard for him to keep all of them there. Uh,
0: Wait, why do you think that?
3: uh, Because I just get the sense that like a few of these women are really into Clayton uh, right now. And it makes sense. It seems great. Um, But with watching the teasers, seeing some of the stuff he says, Seeing how emotionally he is, I have a feeling that like even if they're into him, at some point they go, Yeah, I'm not, I I just can't continue this. Like I can't leave yeah, yeah, this yeah. in an engagement. And so I'm just gonna take myself out of it. And he's gonna be like, Oh crap. Like I messed up. I'm, I'm this is just my theory. Okay. But we'll watch it as the season goes on. Yeah, the group date, you know, the group date portion of this with Clayton or with Caitlin leading it. Uh, almost felt like a cocktail party, right? They're talking, they're conversing amongst each other. They're all in the same circle in the same group. Um, So, you know, the cocktail party itself was just a good add-on to that. I feel like they got closer. Some of these relationships did build. We got to see a little bit. But let's move on to the one-on-one this week. Um, Sarah gets the invite to the one-on-one, and we see a familiar face, Becca Kufrin, kind of hosting the date or showing up for the date.
0: Yeah. So they have to do like a whole bunch of embarrassing things like run around L.A. in their underwear, which like Sarah feels is super weird. And like, yeah, I get it. I had to uh, drive a tractor in downtown L.A. in my bikini. I think that was like a little more demoralizing because the underwear that they gave them looks like a uh, like Olympic Swimming suit. It's not (laughs) like it's pretty covering. Yeah, it's not that embarrassing. It's like a sports bra. In my opinion, honestly, no big deal here. He's the one that does have to run around in boxers, which can be a little weird. Um, they have to do. They have to sing about each other's about their feelings for each other on a mic in the middle of the park. Like it's awkward, but of course they're getting out of their comfort zone, right? Yeah. Um. I just, like, don't feel this at all. No. Is that horrible? I just don't feel their chemistry. Mm. No. I do later on at the dinner portion. Like, I get it way more, but not during this date. The day date.
3: Maybe it's just the awkwardness. Um, It is a, it, you know, it is one of uh, Clayton's first one-on-ones. And so it's hard to, to know how to navigate it. And you're doing a bunch of, like, wh- ridiculous things together. Uh, yeah, I would agree with you. I mean, the dinner portion did seem to like connect them a little bit more. Yeah, I get because why. Because she talks
0: she talks about her being uh adopted mm-hmm. and she actually felt like she didn't like belong and she just she had a lot of um like emotional issues because she was given up. Yeah. From her biological parents. And um, it also for her parents. She like, you know, she looks different from them. She has totally different ethnic background. Um, But of course she loves her adopted family, but she said like, it took her a while to realize like all the love there.
3: Yeah. Makes sense. And it does. And like, you know, like I said, those are the, those are the moments during this episode that I enjoy because ultimately the drama back home, we'll get into that in a second because Shrimpgate was kind of happening throughout this thing as well. Um, that's
0: right, <laughs>
3: but you know the the drama is always entertaining up to a point. Sure. Um, yeah. but the the connection and hearing these people's stories are the things that will i th- I think kind of grasp onto and hold on to and understand as they continue to try to build their relationship and to see how Clayton responds to these those type of things is really important. Um, is he going to be there for them? And is he going to continue to reinforce like his support of them, even within their insecurities? And, and but yeah, let's skip then to during this whole thing. Shrimp Gates going on. Um, oh, my gosh. It's uh, it's a little bit wacky. He- it's a little bit. I don't bit... need
0: to hear the word shrimp ever again. It was a Shrimp, lot. shrimp, 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 shrimp.
3: It's a lot. Um, So
0: basically, guys, I mean, you, you saw the episode, you know what happens. Elizabeth makes some shrimp, not a ton, you know, maybe like 20 pieces or something. And Shanae, her arch enemy, um, decides that she's going to go take like, like 50% of the shrimp because she calls out for everybody to help themselves. And she certainly helps themselves. So helps herself and it doesn't go over very well. Of course, there's tension from it, but Shanae also. Doesn't eat them all for herself. She does go around and like offer them. And she, of course, makes it the biggest deal, because during this offering, Elizabeth doesn't acknowledge the kindness. (laughs) She won't look at her. And it's just all ridiculous. And this is where the drama that I normally, like I was talking to Peter yesterday. Like, yeah, I do enjoy drama. It's fun. I think that like the second episode was full of like actually interesting drama. But this stuff is so silly. And this doesn't keep me captivated.
3: No, I wouldn't know what the producers are doing at this point. Like they're sitting back there like, this is awesome. This is going to be so good. She's going to take some shrimp and it's going to be a big deal. And then we're going to make everybody talk about it for a long portion of this episode and totally distract from anything else going on. I, uh, you know, I, I, I don't even know how to respond to this, Ashley, because I feel like, as a viewer, I was watching this being like, both of these people should not make a big deal about it. Elizabeth made shrimp. She offered it up. Like, oh, you know, whatever. That's great. We had a lot of people when we were in the house cooking food for other people. They loved yeah. cooking, or they knew how to cook, and they would cook and offer it up to the masses yeah. to enjoy. Now, Elizabeth <laughs> did that, and Sinead took it. Now, should have Sinead taken the shrimp... From the some from the person that she's in, you know, disagreements with. No, I don't think I was smart. I think she knew a little bit that it was going to cause Definitely drama. being antagonistic, yeah. But at the same time, Elizabeth could have just shaken it off, made a little more shrimp. She's not paying for the shrimp. The show's paying for the shrimp. She could have passed the shrimp off, made a little bit more, said, <laughs> hey, I'm just not going to get in the weeds on this. But I think at this point, we're kind of in the... the the, the cyclone of issue right now like where they're arguing yeah so this thing was a mess um absolutely a mess so weird but it's not gonna stop we're in the the cyclone of drama right now i think drama everything's gonna be a little sensitive and i think that's what we saw here well ashley we have one more group date to get to in this podcast, at this point, you're pretty close to falling asleep. Uh, as you <laughs> actually mentioned.
0: I stayed up through the actual um Baywatch part of it. Okay. I you know, when it comes to the kitschy dates like this, I actually kind of enjoyed it because I don't know. I guess like you have all the girls in the same outfit. <laughs> yeah. And they're, they're participating in the same competition and we got to figure out which ones as the best. I mean, the slow-mo running was kind of fun. I actually think that Sinead, I mean, like she made a, a move, her move, like it worked. She was hot. I think he was into it. Um, then there was Gabby who showed off her goofy side and uh, who else like kind of stood like, you know, what's weird is we haven't seen a lot of Teddy Teddy's on this date, such a sh- like a, sh- just a standout yeah. on night one. And we haven't really seen, seen her make her. a dent thus far, but I don't think that means anything. I think she's going to be, be around fine. for quite some time. Uh, I kind of thought this date was, was a fun watch. Easy breezy. Fine.
3: Yeah, it wasn't yeah. bad. Like I didn't hate it. Um, we saw a lot of it in the teasers and the promos. I didn't know what they were gonna do with it, but it was like a funny date. It was goofy. It was good. Um, not a lot for me came from it. Like I didn't take yeah. a lot of it. Um, but it was it was good. It was it was what it is. Now we do however, and I believe I'm in the right section of this show. I, I it's kind of a blur right now, but we have the Shanae and Elizabeth um issue kind of popping up again. And Sinead's making comments about her ADHD, which is just inappropriate. It's not okay. It's so not crazy. right. We had this a is lot what of- I
0: can't deal with with Sinead. Yeah. I think this is ridiculous when she keeps bringing this up. Uh, the Okay, when I said earlier in the episode that there was parts where I was like, I feel I feel this girl. It was it was when they got the date card and it was like, we're going to the beach. And all the girls were like, to the beach like as if somebody told them that they were going to like the south of France yeah, yeah. and then she was like I hate these girls <laughs> and I'm yeah. like I love that that's hilarious but besides that no she's been pretty awful
3: yeah no I mean that that part is is okay you know it was yeah. it's it's a funny moment but this ADHD thing ADHD stuff needs to stop it's yeah. not okay it's using somebody's um insecurities um mental health against them. And Shanae yeah. has no backing for anything she's saying. She has no clue what's going on. And it's just <laughs> and it's not fun to watch. Like I just don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy. I mean this is bullying 101, right? I mean when you take somebody's you know vulnerabilities of opening up to you again and using it against them, like that's, that's wrong. It's not it's not it's not okay. If you open up to me Ashley and you're like I'm really nervous about having this child. And that's a, that's a big deal to say. Like, not every new mom would say that. That's a big deal. And I said, at some point, I would use that against you in a, in a mean way, you know?
0: Yeah.
3: That would hurt you deeply. Yeah. And you can't defend yourself because that was something you opened up about. And so you can't even, like, like, the only thing you can stand up for yourself against is, like, saying, like, yeah, that's who I am. That's what it's going on in me. and 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 that's just not fun for me to watch. I, I want it to stop. It needs to stop. And it feels like most of the viewership is calling for it to stop. Like, hey, can we just like get over this? And can Shanae at least admit that she was wrong? I and mean, I don't know if we're ever gonna get there.
0: Well, yeah, the thing about this whole drama is that she's like hates Elizabeth. And we have no freaking idea why she just picked somebody random in the house to make fun of, to put hatred toward. And that is like pretty much
3: definition bullying. Right. Yeah. And we see the women getting sick of this drama. It feels like some of the only drama that's kind of like surfacing right now, the women are getting sick of it. I hope it ends soon. We always say this about week four or five, hopefully it starts to end and the drama more comes up with like emotion of how much they like Clayton and less about each other. But that's where the episode ends. That's what we have to look forward to for next week. It's the cliffhanger of what's going to go on, what's going to happen. That's this week's episode. Ashley fell asleep during it. I was very (laughs) impartial to it. I thought there was good moments. I thought there was okay moments. I thought for the most part, this is the weakest episode we've seen by far this season. Uh, I'm hoping next week picks it up a bit, and I think it will. Um, Just wasn't that fun for me, other than a few dates like one one maybe caitlin's date i I like that and the baywatch date was kind of like entertaining but i was also on my phone texting during it like i'm out so that's this week's episode of the bachelor let's take a break here when we come back we're gonna break down bachelor nation headlines
0: what keeps baby skin healthy For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand.
3: Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor?
0: I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben?
3: Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. On this week's headlines, we've got a big one. Jordan Kimball marries Christina Creedon
0: We have two marriages this week.
3: We do. It's a it's something to celebrate. We have a lot of good headlines this week, which I always like enjoy. But the quote from them was it was an emotional night.
0: Yes. So um we've seen Jordan Kimball cry before, you know? Yeah. Um I'm not surprised that he cried seeing his bride. He said, seeing her for the first time, we didn't do a first look. It was at the end of the aisle in her dress. I started crying. Uh, He said that he for sure thought he would be able to keep it together, though. He said, ever since the moment, ever since that moment, I've realized how important she is to me. Um, I mean, to cry in front of lifelong friends and family and everything, I never... I never loved her as much as I do today. The whole day was so calm. I was just so relaxed. And then right before I started walking down with my dad, I literally lost it. I couldn't stop crying. That's so cute. Awesome. Uh, He also says that he was like blindsided by this love and she's just the sweetest person. He can't handle how sweet, genuine and true her heart is. He feels like a protector. He's here to support her. Um, and they will always like have, he says, we always share different kinds of perspectives, but, but from coming from the bachelor to this, I would say that the bachelor kind of prepared me in a way that I was ready to take, um, this all seriously.
3: So great. We also have this week, another wedding that happened before this week, but it's something to celebrate Derek Paith, one of our favorite Mary's model saffron this according to E.
0: did you know they're getting married this week?
3: They were married, I think, previously. Um, oh, really?
0: Were they married at your wedding?
3: Uh, I believe they were. Um, based on, you know, she lives in London. He lives in the United States. They were trying to figure out how to make that work. Uh, but they announced it this week. And so we can start celebrating this week. So if you haven't, you got to get out there and celebrate them.
0: Oh, that's so awesome. Um yeah, they just showed off their wedding rings on Instagram. It said 14 2021. 2021.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's when they got I think that's when they officially got married.
0: No way. Yeah.
3: So, it's a it's a big deal. They're two yeah. incredible people. We got to celebrate them. They're awesome. Well, uh, on to some sadder uh, news. Uh, we did hear this week that Marissa and Riley from Bachelor in Paradise did officially split. There was the rumors out there. We had kind of talked about it, suspected it, but it is now official.
0: Yeah, it's sad, but we did see the writing on the wall there. Uh, mm-hmm. She deleted all the pictures of him off Instagram yeah. a couple weeks ago. He did not, um, but they haven't posted of each other since you know mid December late December. Um, It it was a mutual statement that came out announcing the split. You know, maybe Ben, (laughs) we can now get, we can now figure out if she did kiss somebody else on the beaches Mm. of paradise, not to make light of this very sad situation. It It was a historic engagement too. It was the first
3: two black people. Yeah, to
0: get engaged on the bachelor franchise
3: yeah we were hoping it worked but yeah. you know what we can't be upset with them for not working that just happens and uh yeah. you know we've all had that uh you and i both so another interesting headline Tasha adams exits bachelor nation podcast clickbait tia booth takes over
0: i'm actually quite interested by this but we don't really have a lot of information um Tasha hasn't said anything about her exiting these podcasts. She did take the podcast names off of her Instagram profile, um, but it was the host of Clickbait that announced it, uh, Joe Amable. He said that she is now being replaced by Tia. Uh, Natasha Parker is also still there. Interested to know why she decided to leave. Um, she was kind yeah. of bouncing between... Clickbait and um, yeah.
3: Bachelor Happy Hour. She's no longer the host of Clickbait. Well, on the happier news, Raven and Adam welcome their first baby. They said little man made it, is their quote.
0: Okay, how cute is this child? His name is Gates Zed Gottstock. So great. And Gotstock. it was funny because Raven was on my other podcast a couple months ago and she was like, "I'm just learning, kind of, kind of how to say my new last name, Gottschalk."
3: <laughs> oh, so good!
0: <laughs> um, this kid is so cute. You have to go check him out on Instagram. I have talked to Raven. I'm not going to tell her birth story, but damn guys, she went through the ringer. She is a Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, she may or may not talk about it one day, but like, while that's all that's important is that she and Baby Gates are doing really well
3: yeah well final headline of the week uh clayton is our bachelor right now he's responding to the tiktok rumors about past relationships uh yeah. and escapades <laughs> and his quote is i never claimed to be a saint well no you didn't that's fair but he is responding to these which you know put some weight behind him
0: hey ben do you even know about this do you know about this tiktok
3: I uh, I saw it because I feel like somebody on our text Wait, sent you it. You sent it to me. <laughs> oh, I sent no, I it feel to stupid. you.
4: Stupid, You sent it to me.
3: Oh, well, somebody had sent it to me and I think I passed on to you like, what the heck's going on? So it was some guy like eating ramen, right? Being like, oh, I was watching TV and this guy popped up and uh, I noticed him because he was the same guy that was, you know, hooking up with my girlfriend.
0: Yeah, basically the guy in the TikTok says that he like walked in on his girlfriend and Clayton Hooking up I mean we're not saying like Clayton Doesn't know he, he may not have known that this girl was in a relationship Or anything We have no and,
3: backstory to this yeah. yeah
0: we we have no details uh, I can just tell you that this is what Clayton's saying He says as far as addressing what I've seen online Yeah I've seen these TikToks Come up lately regarding my past Or you know the relationships That I've had in the past Listen here's the thing I've never claimed to be a saint per se Um, or a syllabus for the last six years of my single life. Yeah, I was single and I enjoyed that singleness. There was a period of my life where yeah, I wasn't looking for anything serious and I was just having fun and enjoying the aspect of dating. It is what it is. So yeah, we, we don't we don't know. We don't know what happened there. But I mean, maybe he did hook up with a girl who had a boyfriend, but like Also, maybe he had no idea that the girl had a boyfriend.
3: Yeah. what? Like, uh, yeah, we have no backstory to this other than the fact that he's responding to it. And typically, if, you know, you respond to something that, like, has hit you at some level personally. But he is responding to it. Well, that's all the headlines we have for today. And that's the podcast this week. We'll be back next week breaking down the fourth episode of Clayton's season of The Bachelor. We'll be here doing it. Ashley and I. I'll actually be, I think, in uh, San Francisco. For this episode uh, with the whole iHeart team, we're going to be doing an event at the at t Pebble Beach Pro-Am. I'm not playing in the Pro-Am, but I'll be there watching it. Um, and Ashley, you will be back home. Uh, Who's going with you? Like any Bachelor contestants? Yeah, I think Dean will be there. Wells is going to be there. Um, I believe that's it for right now. I don't know. I think we're going to have some uh, special episodes going on that week. Boys
0: weekend, golfing.
3: That's right. It's going to be a blast. We'll be back uh, talking about Clayton's season then. Until then, I've been Ben.
2: I've been Ashley. Bye, guys. Follow the Ben and Ashley Eye Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety – Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this to check it out you can search smart money happy hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts
4: america we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights life liberty and the pursuit of happiness at grand canyon university we believe in equal opportunity and the american dream starts with purpose by honoring your career calling